When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Uh, have you heard the root of evil? Um, no. A journalist partnered up, I think, with TNT. They know drama. They know drama. <laughs> Anyways, they got good funding <laughs> for Characters it. welcome. Uh, Very funny. <laughs> uh, when you're here, you're family. <laughs> Eating good in the neighborhood. Mmm, toasted. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed, call Andy and Kelly. For your business paper needs or Dundamith, then the people purses paper people. Dundamith, then the people purses paper people. Dundamith, then the people purses paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and the voice of Albert Einstein for the Scholastic Speakers of Pennsylvania, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin James and I'm your party captain. And with us as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. I'm going to be Cupid and I'm going to shoot my sparrow at unsuspecting victims and they are going to get hit and say... I'm in love. I was hit by Cupid Sparrow. Funny little bird, but he gets the job done. <laughs> uh, you know what we do every week. We get together and talk about a topic about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. This week's talk topic is uh, the party planning committee. But we are going to start with a new segment we're calling Cry Man Squaw FNC Double Time. Cry Man Squaw FNC Double Time. Crisis management squad, front and center, twice as fast as you'd usually go. <laughs> uh, this is to talk about an urgent piece of news, uh, something that's going on right now that we feel the need to respond to several days later when our podcast releases. Yeah, and, <laughs> Not often and, an old show gets breaking news, but yeah. here we are. And of course, um, what we're talking about today is uh, the news that Netflix is giving the office back to NBC. Uh, the office will no longer be... 
uh, streamable on Netflix after January 2021. It uh, NBC is buying it back for their own streaming service. Streaming what, service. Plenty of time. Yeah. It's fine. No, that's not. It won't be. So but... get your nails done and get your hair did. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe, Karen, uh, if you don't have one, maybe invest in a dress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Netflix tweeted. Let's see here. I've got it right here. Got Get that tweet. Uh, on uh, June 25th. We're sad that NBC has decided to take The Office back for its own streaming platform, but members can binge watch the show to their heart's content ad-free on Netflix until January 2021. Of course, what they're talking about here is that uh, NBC's streaming service is going to have ads. Can well, we pay to get them out of here? Maybe. That's what they say. What do we know well, about this Well, they say that service? you can watch it ad-free on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. You don't know for sure, but if you were going to guess, you would I'm, assume that that a streaming service would follow the Hulu model yeah. of having a version with ads and a version without ads. I'm getting this from GameSpot.com, very reliable news source, <laughs> that, that NBC <laughs> is supposed to have ads on their streaming service, which uh, s- stinky. GameStop knows a thing or two about losing property. <laughs> Game GameSpot. Right. Okay. Just to be clear, different. But um, let's what, get back on track. Let's get back on track. What I mean, uh, I, I'm also going to quote in, uh, USA Today. The Office has been a staple on Netflix and was far and away the most streamed show on the service in 2018, according to data from Nielsen. Uh, viewers streamed more than 52 million minutes of the show that year, 20 million more than the second most watched show, Friends. Whoa. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, and then not entirely surprising that this was going to happen. I would have expected this. This did not come as a big surprise or shock to me. I'm curious as to how you guys received the news. Uh, disappointment, to be sure, because I've been watching The Office on Netflix for God knows how long or how many years, and I can only imagine how many of those 52 million minutes was me. You know? Uh, <laughs> Give me the pie chart. Yeah, it's got to be somewhere, right? <laughs> I think my sliver of the pie chart is similar to Michael's. Jim once drew a pie chart of how Michael spends his time. There's a small sliver, sliver for critical thinking. I think that's the same yes, amount in, for in me. the total minutes. Which is that's only to say lot. that there's representation for myself within 52 mm-hmm. million minutes. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, uh, Michael Scott on Twitter. Well, at at Michael G Clump is is the Twitter, okay. but is is the handle. Uh, right away, responding to that Netflix tweet with, "If I had a gun with two bullets and I was in a room with Hitler, Bin Laden, and this tweet, I would shoot this tweet twice." <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah, I guess. How did you guys uh, respond, or what was your reaction when you heard the news? It it it's I I saw it. It felt like it was only a matter of time <clears throat> that that we wouldn't be able to watch it on Netflix in its entirety forever. Yeah, I feel like I'd heard rumors a while ago that it's like, it's not going to be on Netflix. It's only a matter of time. I mean, you got to think about, too, Disney is starting their own streaming service yeah. later this year. They'll release it. They're pulling all their shows from Netflix and all the Hulu, all these other streaming services. That's all the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. all the Star Wars movies. Um ESPN content. I mean, you know, so makes you wonder why, you know, or makes you realize like, well, no wonder that Netflix in the last few years has been just pouring money into original content. Yeah. yeah. So that and probably anticipating that a lot of this IP is going to leave their platform. It's, it's their most watched show. And their second most watched show is also not an original Netflix show. 
You know what I mean? Also so an NBC a, show. Also an NBC show. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I think I'm thinking of uh, an episode of the Bill Simmons podcast where he talked about when he was with ESPN and, and Netflix basically paid for a lot of 30 for 30s, right? The ESPN documentary series. And mm-hmm. at the time, they at ESPN were like, yeah, all right, whatever. Like, we're not going to show this stuff again or all the time or whatever. And then we, they realized later, oh, like, oh, Netflix was really smart and ahead of the curve by putting this content out there. You know, they paid for it, but how much value does that add to their streaming service, right? To have right. something like that on there. And then, uh, yeah, to your point, like, they're... They're beginning. Netflix is putting out their own original content, their own IP, because we're seeing these media conglomerates sort of pull their own IP back because the money is going to begin to come from streaming services. Pretty soon, it's going to be like paying for different channels. Yeah, Disney it's and all Hulu ending. And HBO and it's Netflix. all ending right yeah. back where we started. Yeah. I mean, right. that's that's the maddening part. It's about cable, all this. but you mm-hmm. have to subscribe individually to every single yeah. channel. Just wait till there's a store at the end of the block where you can pick from a limited selection of movies. <laughs> God, Let's get back to time. that. Yeah, everything's um, going back to the '80s, folks. Uh, the, my first thought right away was, I think I'm just going to buy a, a DVD player and buy the DVDs. Whoa, yeah, that's one way to do it. I don't, I, <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, and then it's safe, you know. Then I can take them down in the bunker with me when the end times come. That's true. DVDs are known for their <laughs> How are you getting for the, their uh, for their the durability. Power, where's the power coming from to power the DVD player? Yeah, hand crank. Oh, sh- some sort of an some sort of a bike, you know. Yeah. <laughs> think, yeah. think about the machine that Dwight yeah. had to deply and reply the toilet paper. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Reply it. <laughs> um, just and NBC too doesn't get to just take the show back. They have to pay what a hundred million dollars a year. To get the show back. To get out of their contract. Even though it's technically property of theirs because they are in a contract. A licensing agreement or something to that extent. So, I mean, it's a big deal. I mean, NBC knows the value of this show and knows that if they have the office, people are going to subscribe. So, would you subscribe to this service? Our prices have never been lower! (laughs) (laughs) Um... I, mean, I guess so. Would you consider subscribing to NBC's streaming service if they're going to have? I'm going to have to, I guess. <laughs> I'm not buying the DVDs. If they're going to play ads? As someone who already has the DVDs, easy cop. I'm subscribing. <laughs> no uh, doubt. I'm subscribing and I'm paying whatever I have to pay to not have ads. That's just something I've decided to do. I, I went with the Hulu no ad. It's, it's yeah, worth that's, it. That's what it's I do just, too. It's, it's totally worth it. it. It's totally worth it. I don't like watching like, ads. Yeah, I know, but but like I will. I I continue to have Hulu because it's always sunny is on there for me at all times, uh, and when I feel like rewatching Fargo, so I, I'll just keep. I'll just always pay that because that's worth it to me. And I, I guess, I mean, if MB, if a subscription to NBC comes with a lot of other NBC shows, does Parks and Rec come with that? Then yeah, right. I'm yeah. absolutely subscribed. Probably eventually. Probably eventually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Easy, easy. Sorry, sorry. That's not funny. That too many times. Put the safety on that thing. Jeez, I really should. I mean, I will say that the as a diehard, The Office is enough for me to subscribe to another streaming service. You know, um, I have been trying to be very mindful of all the different ones that I do subscribe to, um, but. I think it is enough of a reason for me to to purchase it. And, I, and yeah. I, you know, I have the DVDs at home, but like, here's the thing: like, you have to. It's so easy to watch Netflix on your phone, to watch it on your computer, right? Mm-hmm. To watch it at any moment. 
where if you have to like load the DVDs in, in your couch, like you're kind of locked into that moment. And mm-hmm. it's not the same as when you're traveling or when you're just like hanging out in a ho- like, I don't even know, in an airport or something. Right. And uh, it's just not nearly as portable. My laptop doesn't even have a DVD, like a CD-ROM drive. No, nope, you know? same. Like it's uh, it's it's not easy to rely on physical media anymore. Right. So, yeah. Um, I kind of saw this. It, it felt like this was coming when that uh, uh, cozy C O Z I. Yeah. This was. This is like a, an app and streaming platform that that is that is showing the office. It was like this other. Oh. It was like, hey, we have the office now too. Interesting. Oh, um, I don't know if it's in this. It might just be they're just constantly streaming episodes and it's like always going, which is like Adult Swim does that with their shows. I think there are different ways that 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 the IP for the office has been licensed out. For example, the office is always on Comedy Central now. In TBS. Yeah. yeah like if you mm. if you subscribe to cable and I do right now, like office is always on Comedy Central. Yeah. Mm. So you can it, it, there are different uh, and it only debuted there like a year ago. So there are different ways that the show is being syndicated out and spread around. Uh, I did find the NBC press release um, to announce this, and they do say NBC's univer- NBC Universal's ad-supported streaming service okay. is set to launch in 2020. Um, I mean, I think, too, let's talk about how The Office being on Netflix influenced people getting into the show who yes. were watching the show, and it was on yes. Like, I think it's important to note that so many people, younger people, people who didn't care about the show when it was on TV got, were able to get into it because of Netflix and were right. able to get into it over the course of a weekend to binge right. it, right? In right. a way that we never did when we were watching as it aired live. Right. My, I, I've brought up how my parents like saw this all for the first time just this, this year. And that's just hugely because it was available on Netflix and they were between shows. And I was like, I should just give it a try. Yeah. Lo and behold, they loved it. You know how when people recommend a show to you, what is your first follow-up question? Is it on Netflix? Yeah, right. That's that's the first follow. Am I already oh, paying sure. for this show? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I'll add it to the list. Right. It's Great. it's different if like you find. Oh no, it's only on FXX Plus. It's like, yeah. all right, well, well mm. so is it on Hulu? Yeah. Or? So are you going to share your password so maybe, with me? Maybe I'll watch or? it on a plane someday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I, 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 and and not only did people discover it on on Netflix. I mean, you know, people have discovered so many other shows. I, I mean, I binged like. You know, How I Met Your Mother and Friends and all these shows that I had never seen on Netflix before. Um, Of course, I keep returning back to The Office and and re-watching it there. Um, And uh, and I don't know. I I don't know. The other question is, without The Office, how important is Netflix to you? This is... That is the really good question. Uh, There's certainly almost no... I never go there for movies. Yeah, I don't go there for many other shows. Maybe, yeah. maybe a, a Great British Baking Show from time to time. Certainly, come holidays. Uh, I certainly if something like Making a Murder is like I want to be in on that. Yeah, I do enjoy the documentary series. I've re- I've rewatched. I think you should leave many times That's... since it's come out. Tim Robinson's new sketch. There's show. There's another season of that coming. Um, so n- no way, I'm not going to get rid of Netflix because that's a step I got to take. Yeah. <laughs> I so for me it's con- the Netflix becomes considerably less important when when the office is not there. I don't know if you, have you guys ever gone through your watch history on Netflix and it's like the office for several pages and then it's like I started this movie for 5 minutes and didn't want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think if the office is on the NBC service uh, a similar thing that I'll do to scratch that itch is I'll go to Hulu and I'll watch something like Bob's Burgers sure. or another oh. sitcom or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just me personally, you know, everyone Rick is going Morty. to go to their own things mm-hmm. like but uh, but yeah, I mean it's. But it you definitely... can only do that for a little while until you gotta go back. 
scratch it's not, that itch. The itch yeah. is always there. Yeah. It's deep. The it's off always it. the, the off, off itch. itch. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> 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 I got a fever. Um, I always think about that meme with the car like screeching off the highway onto the exit. Yeah. Start a new show. Watch The Office again. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, I mean, I was. Uh, I mean, the news is devastating. I mean, we have a whole nother year and a half with it on Netflix ad free. But uh, I think everyone's going to have to start thinking about what they're going to do. How they're going to prepare for this. Warning! 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 <laughs> should have played that up top. Yeah. Uh, Anything else should, we want to should, say about should, this? Like, I uh, like. Does do you think your care for the show will change at all? I, I mean, I'm worried that. I guess another issue too is like I'm worried that it won't be, it won't continue to reach young people if it's going to be on an yeah. ad supported. So I'm like an service. impassioned teacher. That's right. In our, uh, how do I reach people. these kids? Our, Through this podcast. In our underfunded schools. <laughs> Through this <laughs> podcast. How will we continue to reach young people? Will our young people be able to watch The Office at a high school level? Yeah. You know, what I wonder is, are we going to look back on these last five to seven years as this period of like, I can't believe we just yes. had all that at our fingertips. Absolutely because we will. really what's happening... Absolutely I do. Yes. Like what what's happening is The Office is moving back behind a wall again. Like it moved past all these things to just being on Netflix where one subscription gave you all this stuff. And now it's going to move back behind one wall. Mm -hmm. And eventually all these other shows are going to do that again. And it's going to keep regressing like that. Um, I wish this this is like for the next year, guys, live it up, live your life. Watch the office all day. Guys, I I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. Live your life. Andy Bernard. Live your life. Stay in more. Watch more TV that you've already seen. Yes, yes, uh, yes. But the reason I say absolutely is because I already feel that way about other eras of the show. When I mean, I've talked about this before on the show, but I caught up on The Office. I started watching in the middle of season two, and the way that I caught up on previous episodes was by watching them all on YouTube without any ads yeah, before yeah. YouTube had anything on yeah. it, you know? So, yes, we'll absolutely look back at this time as when it was maybe easier and more accessible to watch The Office because at, the, at this moment in time, like literally everyone has Netflix, right? As more and more companies or media groups or conglomerates begin to develop their own proprietary streaming services, I think it'll reach the point where people are like, I don't really need Netflix anymore for right. one reason or another, right? Yeah. You know, besides that, like, it won't be ubiquitous forever. It's you know? going to be... Unless they make less stuff that's better, like yeah. HBO. It's going to be, like, specific to... Netflix is so universal, it's going to become niche. It's going to be, I like these shows, so I want, so I have Netflix. Right. At, at this point already, I mean, I've been subscribing to Netflix forever, but it's like right now I'm watching stuff on HBO. So I turned off my Hulu for a couple months while mm-hmm. I'm watching all my while I'm watching yes, HBO yes, stuff. I'm catching so, up yeah. on, you know, shows that have been that's coming out smart, in the last year or whatever. Right. And then pro tip. and then I'll turn off HBO for a while, catch up on Hulu stuff. Right. But Netflix right now, I don't even touch because mm-hmm. I don't need to bother with it. Right. Right. But. I did the same point, buying TV dur- during the NBA season. Yeah. yeah, like buying a sports package or whatever it is. I think people will begin to kind of turn Netflix off in the way that maybe they they uh, they haven't before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. End of an era. In in a year, year and a half. Yeah. In a year and a half. Yeah, it's fine. Let's jump into our topic for today: the party planning committee. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, the party planning committee, of course, throughout the series of the show, is responsible for planning all the parties that happen in the office. Okay, we're not talking about any parties that happen outside of the office, just the ones that happen in the office. Plan. We'll talk about those off-campus parties, we will, but not so in this episode. Someday, someday. Um, I have like a list of um, 23 parties. Whoa! That's a lot. I don't think I caught them all either. We, you got to catch them all. Just like Pokemon. <laughs> you, when we were looking at ideas, we were, I was trying to think of uh, concepts or, or ideas or themes that kind of unite all nine seasons, and parties is one that kind of does. There are party episodes in every season for different yep. holidays, for different moments and occasions, right? And I mm-hmm. think, in fact, we noticed so many as we were kind of pooling episodes to watch and go back to that we had to actually kind of segment some of them off. So, like... Parties that we're the uh, an easy delineation that we were able to make is parties that happen in in the office versus parties that happen outside of the office. Mm-hmm. As you get to later seasons, you get things like the dinner party, the viewing party, cocktails. You get the pool party, you get the right. garden party. There, the you know Dwight and Angela's wedding, whatever you want to call it. But there are so many reasons that that parties are a good plot device for the office, right? Uh, that it comes up so often. So I think for our purposes here. We're going to zero in on parties that happen specifically in the context of the office building, in the conference room, with, you know, cookies or cupcakes mm-hmm. or double fudge, brownie, double fudge brownies and Angela. Double fudge brownies. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, and it's, it's so much in the DNA of Michael. Like, of course, office parties would probably be his number one work duty he considers. Is like, <laughs> it seems like. If it. the office is his family and these are his yeah. friends, he, the- these are the only parties he has. The the only time um, that uh, that Michael seems to really uh, you know practice micromanagement is that what it's called micromanagement micromanagement thank you um, <laughs> is uh, is during uh, party planning yes it seems and um, uh, um, I'm gonna copy uh, the uh, the good people uh, who contribute to Dunderpedia. Uh, here and uh, they do great work. They do great, great work. work there. You can break uh, the parties up into uh, the party planning committee up into different eras. Okay, you got the Angela Martin first era, the OG for the first four seasons. Then, of course, Phyllis Vance takes over after that. The usurper for season five, uh, most of season five, and then uh, Jim and Dwight take over for a short period between five and six. Co-managers chaos. And then Angela takes control again. Lannisters are back on top. There are a few parties that happen before the show begins. Do you know what they are, Edwin? Like the 050505 party? The 050505 party. Why don't you just set fire to my whole trivia sheet, guys? (laughs) (laughs) Just light it on fire. The, the 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 tsunami fundraiser that actually lost money. Oh my gosh, I didn't even have that one. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, uh, the 050505 party, which happens once every billion years. <laughs> um, uh, there was an 80s party that someone mentions. Oh uh, yeah, we get to see a picture on like an office newsletter of them mm. dressed up in those suits. A pizza of your own, which was uh, to celebrate the release of the film A League of Their Own on Laserdisc. <laughs> um which was which must have been is that a movie long Michael ago? Would, that would have been nineteen ninety three. A deleted scene, perhaps. Is that yeah. a movie Michael yeah. would really like? Probably. I definitely. I guess so. Yeah, I could see. He that. probably yeah he probably went through a, a huge Rosie O'Donnell phase. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I could see Michael Scott. Being As a huge, do we all? Huge fan. Yeah. Um, 
But of course, the first party that we get to see on the show is uh, Meredith's birthday party, mm. um, where Michael sets the stage for parties to come by making things extremely uncomfortable mm. and trying to be the center of attention, mm-hmm. right? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. 